I don't necessarily think it hurts you to ask as long as you are doing it in the right way. I think that is the biggest key, especially if it's somebody that you do not know. If you come at it from a place of being entitled or you come at it from a place of feeling like what you're offering is so incredible, but it might not be incredible in the eyes of that person, it's probably going to go pretty badly. But if you're humble and you come at this with, hey, I'm a genuine person, this is what I'm offering to barter, or this is what I, I would like help with if you had some time. If you come at it just from a humble place, I think that honestly, Jared, makes all the difference. Welcome to Starve the Doubts. I'm your host, Jared Easley. Joining us as always from Maui, Hawaii, Aloha, Kamanzi Constable. Aloha, Jared. You know I'm always excited to be here. All right, man. I appreciate you being here. Today, we're going to talk about a topic that I don't hear a lot about. And there's a time and a place where this specific idea is extremely valuable and completely makes sense. And then there's a time and a place where it's just not a good thing to bust out in your arsenal of opportunities. So today, Kamanzi, we're talking about bartering. And some of people are like, bartering? Oh, yeah. Bartering. So, Kamanzi, when I say bartering, before we get into this, what, what's the first thing that jumps in your mind? 2012. I'm just starting out. I did not really know how to write, and my grammar was super, super poor. And people were very quick to point this out on on my blog and blogs that I guest posted on and an email that I gotten from a reader saying, Hey, I'm an editor. I'm an English professor or something like that. I would be willing to do your editing if you would be willing to coach me on online business. And I did it and it was great. That's my first thought on bartering. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I've got a bartering story. When I, yeah, when I was wanting to attend pricey conferences and I didn't have a ton of money, I started looking at, well, what can I do to try to bring value to that event? And I was able to connect with organizers and I was able to write to them and say, hey, I can help you with meetups. I can help you with speaker introductions. I started laying out all these different things I could help with and it worked. Come on, I actually had opportunities to attend some super pricey events and not have to pay for them. And I thought, okay, that was a good barter. Yes, I was working, I was volunteering, I was providing value to the event that the organizer felt was worth the price of the admission that they waived for me to do that. So I realized right away, I was like, hey, bartering is not a bad thing. So what are some other examples you think, Kamanzi, where bartering is a smart strategy? I think when you're starting out and you don't maybe don't quite have all the income or you don't really want to spend it, there is a situation with people that do something that you don't do that you could say, hey, I'll exchange this for this. A lot of times what I find, and I don't know, Jared, Jared had a unique one with the conference. I would have never, ever thought of that. So that one is um, that one's unique. But I think a lot of the times it's more like the technical stuff, so like website work, setting up email lists, like all the tech stuff, because I, I find that a lot of us are not tech savvy that way. And that stuff can be frustrating. But yeah. where where you say, hey, I can do this. You can do this when you're starting out. As you build and even as you maybe get to a place of experience, a little bit of success, then you really have to start asking yourself, does this make sense? And one simple thing, a friend of the show, Dixie Gillespie, she's been on the show. She had mentioned this to me one time in our conversation 
She said, if the way that I look at bartering is this, is this a service that I, I would pay for? If this is not something that I would pay for, then it's not going to be something that I'm going to barter. Okay, get, let's, let's dive into that for a minute. What does that mean? So let's say somebody offered to barter you coaching services. They're going to coach you on something, I don't know, mindset, finances, running, who knows what it is. They're going to coach you on something, but in exchange, they want you to like put up a website for them or help them tweak their website or this or that. You would then think, okay, if I had the money or I do have the money, is their coaching something that I would pay for? Do I believe in their coaching enough to spend some money on it? And if you looked, if you looked at their stuff, you looked at their platform, you saw what they were doing. If you didn't think that, uh, I don't know, I don't, I, there's no way I would spend money on this. Then maybe the bartering then at that point would not be worth it for you. Uh, okay. I see what you're saying. Okay. So, but to your point, there are scenarios when bartering is a very smart strategy. And I've heard even guy Kawasaki say, Hey, you don't know unless you ask. And then there's a book out by Ryan Levesque right now called Ask. And so ask seems to be a popular thing. Hey, I know I don't have the resources to pay for something, but I do have some other value I can contribute. And maybe that value is enough where we can partner up, if you will. I've heard Carrie Overrunner talk about this partner up strategy. And I can partner up with someone and barter, but it won't happen unless I ask. And so I do think there are scenarios where that is something that's okay. And it is, if it makes sense and it's a win-win, then that could play out right now. I mean, come on to you. You have helped me with a million things. I've stopped keeping count because I mean, <laughs> you, you've just done so many things. But at the same time, if you think about it in the past, you didn't have an audio blog. You weren't on an active podcast. You were doing some, you know, you were being a guest on podcasts, but you didn't have a show that you were steadily on, if you will. And so while that's not a comparison or a fair comparison to all the things you've helped me with, I think that was something that was valuable to you. I was able to help you start your audio blog and I was help you able to help you, you know, uh, now as a co-host of Star of the Doubts and have a consistent podcast presence. So, I mean, those things, you know, while they're not maybe the best example, those are some examples where you can contribute and you can help someone. And it's more of uh, you providing value to that other person. And then there ends up being a, a mutual win-win. Well, I think you hit on something important too. And something that has to factor in maybe to the bargain equation is the relationship that you have. And in the past, Jared and I had an episode where we talked about when it hurts to ask and when yep. the relationship is not there. So if you are bartering, relationship is a factor in that equation. If this is a complete stranger, like somebody you don't know at all, then you're really going to have to examine, okay, what am I bringing to the table in comparison to what I'm asking for? And I would think that most people, especially those listening to this, they're going to come at it with a place of good motives. Like uh, they're going to have good motives behind what they're asking. But Jared has seen this because I afforded him the emails. Sometimes people ask for some crazy things and <laughs> their motive is pretty obvious that this isn't about something that's fair for both parties. This is just one party wanting something and feeling entitled to it. So relationships and motive, I think, are really important in bartering. Yeah, I, I don't want to get into detail with, uh, with related uh, stories related to podcast movement, but there were many, many scenarios where Dan and I were getting emails from people saying, hey, if you feature us in this way or you give us this sponsorship, we'll contribute this to you. And I mean, it was just laughable 
at how one-sided the opportunity was. It was wonderful for the person asking, but it was just a, a complete joke, a laughable joke to podcast movement. There was no value for podcast movement. It was all 100% value for the other person. And that was a barter that was ridiculous. You know, like we didn't even entertain it. And um, there was one speaker that reached out to us that we didn't book who he said, hey, we want to serve this event. We want to support this event. This is a, an influencer. One more reason to stop chasing them. An influential person saying, "We want to. I want to support this event. I want to serve this event. He had uh, had someone that did keynote to do an, an email introduction to us. And uh, as we started the dialogue via email, it turns out, you know, hey, we think this person's pretty connected to folks at iTunes. We want to have iTunes represented at Podcast Movement, you know, on whatever level that is. If you introduce us to your connections at iTunes, then what we can do is we can give you a featured speaking spot at our event. And we're like, okay, that's, you know, that's probably a win-win, right? And the person responded, is this a keynote? <laughs> and, uh, and, and we kind of... We kind of laughed at that because we were like, you know, this person, while they may be a good person and they may be doing a good job, they were not even on our radar for someone to speak at the event, much less keynote. And already this person saying, is this a keynote? And so I, I wrote the person back with, you know, intending to be respectful. I said, no, it's not a keynote. And then their reply was, well, I only come on. This is a great I only do keynotes and my starting fee is twenty thousand dollars. You know, and, and it's like, okay, you know, we didn't even hit reply to that email. Like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> we're sitting here thinking, you're contacting us. You want to speak at our event. And we're saying, here's a way to make this work. You introduce us to friends at iTunes, which we're now connected to, by the way, throughout another connection. I mean, it would have been super easy for this person to do it. but they Obviously, that wasn't an option for them. But uh, someone else ended up doing it for us. So we ended up getting what we wanted anyway. But uh, yeah, this person was only wanting to keynote for $20,000. and I just thought that was funny. That's how they wanted to serve and support us, Kamazi. Yeah, and that that speaks volumes. And when you see that, you approach somebody in that way, it kind of repels them, doesn't it, Jared? Like you're just, you feel it. It feels kind of icky and you feel repelled. So what we'll tell you about bartering is that examine the motives. And we're going to assume you guys have great motives because you listen to the show and we know a lot of you. So you have good motives examine the relationship. If this is a stranger, you don't know this person, make sure that the offer is going to be fair for both parties. And that can be subjective. We realize that. But make sure it's not something where it's crazy one-sided. It's even better if you can do this if you're in like, let's say a mastermind group or something like that, where you can hit up other mastermind members that you know, you interact with, you learn from, and see if there's an opportunity there. What do you think about that, Jared, and Mastermind? Well, I, no, I love it. I, and you hit on a point. We're actually going to do a podcast episode real soon called Success with Free Information. And in that episode, we're going to talk about what you can do with free. Maybe you don't have to pay for all this stuff. So, yeah, I, I think you made a good point, Kamanzi, is people, you know, they think they need to go in and, and uh, I don't know, it's just this crazy, ridiculous th idea that maybe they can't pursue what they want to pursue. And there's all kinds of limitations, but the opportunities are great. And there are win-wins. There are scenarios where bartering makes sense, but there's also scenarios where you're asking for the wrong thing and you're not contributing and there's not a relationship as you pointed out. So Kamanzi, let's just unveil. I mean, we're not, you know, we're not going to give specific examples, but you've had a number of people just probably in the last two weeks, but even, you know, for months, People reaching out to you, Kamanzi, please teach me how to write for large websites. Please teach me how to get paid speaking. 
please, you know, teach me A, B, and C. And by the way, um, I'm a, like you said, a runner. I'm a runner. I'll help you with your running. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. You know, this is something you get paid, you know, a lot of money to coach people and you have a a really tight connection with them. You're working one-on-one with them. You're helping them and they're having tremendous results and you're posting that on social media. So people see that. They know that the people that work with you, the people that commit to you financially and have that client partnership with you have results, the results they're looking for. And then here's someone who's saying, I want those results, but I'll just coach you on running. Yeah. And nine times out of 10, it's somebody that's looking for like a quick win. Like they just want this to happen quickly. They don't want to do the work. And I've had people that have reached out and said, hey, come on, Z, I've done this, this, and this. I've gotten into this publication. I've done this, this, and this. They've done like 15 things, Jared, on their own without ever contacting me. And then they'll contact me for a question. And for that person, I'll say, hey, yes, let's get on the phone. Let's hop on for 30 minutes and I'll help you with this because they've already done the work. And if I can bless them with just a little bit of help, I'll do that. But when somebody's coming at you and they haven't done anything, but they want that, they want that. I want the international speaking gig. I want to write for a so-and-so publication, but they haven't made any effort like they, I mean, if you read my blog, you can go on my blog right now and figure out how to get on publications and how to do paid speaking. It's all there. I laid it out. It's, there's no secret. It's all right there. If you listen to episodes of this podcast, you could figure it out. But what they're looking for is they want somebody to hold their hand and just give them the quick win or the introduction or something like that. And that, it just doesn't work. It doesn't work for me. It doesn't work for the opportunities that they're trying to go for. And so that right there is a no-go for me. And at some point too, Jared, you know, you have to really ask yourself, does bartering, does it make sense? If you're at the place where you've had a couple wins and let's say you, you want help with something at that point, you might think about, okay, I'm going to hire, I'm going to hire somebody. I'm going to hire Jared. If I want to learn how to do podcasting better. I'm just going to hire Jared. I'm not going to barter. I'm going to hire him because I want his professional help. So it really depends on where you're at in this journey. All right, so Kamanzi, for the person now saying, hey, I'm conflicted. I I know I need to ask, but now you're saying, you know, maybe I shouldn't ask. What's that balance? There's got to be that sweet spot. So that final thought, if you will, on, on the balance between asking versus, uh, you know, not over asking or not asking the wrong thing. So I don't necessarily think it hurts you to ask as long as you are doing it in the right way. I think that is the biggest key especially if it's somebody that you do not know. If you come at it from a place of being entitled or you come at it from a place of feeling like what you're offering is so incredible, but it might not be incredible in the eyes of that person, it's probably going to go pretty badly. But if you're humble and you come at this with, hey, I'm a genuine person, this is what I'm offering to barter or this is what I, I would like help with if you had some time. If you come at it just from a humble place, I think that honestly, Jared, makes all the difference. People are going to be willing to listen, willing to read your email and respond to your email as long as you don't try to come at it the wrong way. I think that's uh, a good final word. So Kamanzi, what's next for you? Well, I leave probably by the time this is out, I'll be in Spain and Morocco. And I'll be speaking there and I'll be also finishing my fourth book, which is called Seven Choices You'll Regret at the End of Your Life. But I'll, I'll be in those countries 
chilling, finishing the fourth book, speaking, and really planning a big 2016. We released the book in January. That's going to be huge. Taking the whole family to Florida to hang out with Jared and, and have like a little book launch party for our friends there in Florida or anybody else who wants to join us. So that's going to be fun. But 2016, I really want this to be the year that not only that I do big things, because I've had some great things happen. So not necessarily about me. I want to see the quote unquote little guy, the guy who has the J job the, or the, the lady, sorry, the person who has, has the day job, the little person, so to speak. I want to see a lot of them win. I want to see them get big wins, land big opportunities. And I'm going to spend an entire year doing everything I can to help. Man. Kamanza, you are always helping others. Uh, you're very focused and, and you have the right heart uh, when it comes to that. Thank you for all that you do. And um, yeah, g- good luck with the travel. Uh, Rachel and I, we're actually doing the podcast cruise the first week of November. We're going to get to go to a couple of countries like uh, Labadee, Haiti and Grand Cayman and Jamaica and, and get to hang Ooh. out with some really good folks on that podcast cruise. So really looking forward to I'm really looking forward to that. It's not uh, some of the fancy speaking that you have coming up, but we're pretty excited uh, about it. No, no, that is incredible. I've never been on a cruise and I've always wanted to, to go on a cruise, so I'm a little jealous of that. <laughs> so, Kamanzi, what do you think? A Star of the Doubts cruise? I wonder if we could get enough people on, on something like that. Uh, that would be kind we, of fun, we have to do a Star of the Doubts <laughs> cruise. <laughs> or a Stop Chasing Influencers cruise. I don't know. Hey, stay tuned. If that is something that interests you, you can tweet to Kamanzi C or myself at Jared Easley and say, I am interested in the Star of the Doubts cruise. And uh, yeah, if we had enough people that's interested, that could be kind of a fun thing to plan for in 2017. Very fun thing. Or even 2016, depending on. Yeah, we give you guys some good stuff. We wouldn't waste your time, and we'd also have fun. Oh, and you know we'd bring in some amazing folks to uh, participate as well. It'd be a good thing. So Jared, I have to ask you, since you asked me, what's on the horizon for Mr. Easley for 2016? Uh, well, 2016, yeah, you mentioned your book, which I'm really excited about. Obviously, we're excited about Stop Chasing Influencers, more to come on that. And then your your book that you're finishing, which is your fourth, my book, which will be my third, is the Starve the Doubts book. And I haven't talked too much about this, but this is something that I'm super passionate about. And I don't want to give away the farm in this episode, but I'm already started writing that book. And I'm mm-hmm. hoping to have that book completed before we launch Stop Chasing Influencers and have that over to the publisher. And so 2016 could be the year that Star of the Doubt's book is ready to hit. And I think this message is going to be one that's very timely and one that, that people really need, just like uh, uh, your fourth book as well. So, yeah, that's an exciting thing for me. And, and I, you know, I, I, I am the little guy. Come on, you know, I'm sitting here. I, I was fortunate to speak at a WordCamp in Tampa this past weekend. I was fortunate to speak at uh, FinCon, the Financial Bloggers Conference, just this last week in Charlotte, North Carolina. And those are, are amazing opportunities and, and wonderful, and, and I'm just so thrilled to have them. But I'm also thinking bigger, like we talked about in the last episode of thinking bigger. You know, I want to do more opportunities to speak and do some consulting and training. And, and you know, those opportunities have not quite opened up for me like they have for you, but I see the opportunity and I know that it's there. And so those are things that I hope to pursue and, and start bringing in in the next year. And we're working on it. <laughs> if you listen to this thinking, somebody's going to be thinking, why don't you help him? Come on. Well, no, no. Yeah. If I sounded like he's not helping me, no, come on. He's helped me more than you will ever know on this podcast. We're working on it. But yeah. All right. Well, I, I, we'll wrap it up with this uh, bartering again. It's all about how you ask. And if you have any questions, 
If you want to tweet to Kamanzi and I, if you have an example or something where you're like, hey, should I ask this way? I don't mind answering that question. I'm sure Kamanzi probably didn't mind answering a few of them too. Uh, well, again, we're always thrilled to hear from you. So consider tweeting to us and let us know what's going on with you, what you're looking forward to this next year. And we'll come out with a new episode soon. Just a couple episodes that are coming up. I'm pretty excited about how do you get your spouse on board? We're going to talk about that. Uh, we mentioned success with free information. And then there may or may not be a special recognition episode where we kind of recognize some people that deserve some credit. And uh, there's some other stuff coming up. Same audience syndrome. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, we got some great episodes that are on the horizon. So stick around. You won't regret it. And if you enjoyed this today, consider sharing that with a friend. And, and we always appreciate it when you do that. So uh, Kamanzi, thank you. Thank you for having me. Always. If you are bartering, relationship is a factor in that equation. If this is a complete stranger, like somebody you don't know at all, then you're really going to have to examine, okay, what am I bringing to the table in comparison to what I'm asking for? 